Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cracking Fitness. Uh, today, we spoke with Spencer Bolt and Josh Calderwood. Uh, Spencer is just about to graduate with a bachelor's in recreational therapy uh, with a minor in psychology. Uh, and Josh is just doing a physical therapy internship, and he'll be going on to grad school here soon. So I wanted to talk with them and get just a little bit different perspective, I guess. Uh, honestly, a lot of people that I've chatted with have been around my age, maybe a little bit older, and something that I've noticed uh, working with younger people, or you could even say millennials, um, I started to gain kind of more of a, a respect for the millennial generation um, when I started working more closely with them and seeing how they react to people's emotions um, when people are having bad days, good days. And um, something that I've really noticed with Josh and with Spencer is just how they can sense that and they want to help. They just have that mentality of helping. Um, I would say today's episode is a little more somber uh, than some of the episodes that, that we've had in the past, but uh, but it's it's good, and um, I really enjoyed it. love talking with these guys. Uh, they're honestly super knowledgeable as far as all of this stuff goes, and then also just coaching in general. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Uh, please leave us a review, and if you don't like today's episode, go listen to others, and just keep listening until you like an episode, and then go give us a good review. So have a great day, and enjoy the podcast. Bringing health, wellness, and fitness ideas right to your speakers with your host, Tyler Martin, learning from experts and average Joes alike. This is the Cracking Fitness Podcast. To me, because um, when I had a fever of 110 for like three days, didn't even notice it. And then I go to the hospital. Yeah, and then I went to the hospital, and Nani like hit me across the the head. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> your fever's 110. Because that'll help reduce your fever. What? 110. <laughs> yeah, he should. Yeah, aren't you dead. dead at 110? I don't know. You're supposed to be I dead. I was just laying on like the couch. Six. And I remember he was. I was just. Sick, but yeah, super sweaty. Spencer's been dead this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> were we ever really alive? <laughs> They said the world was going to end in 2012. We all thought they were wrong, but has anyone really felt alive since? <clears throat> yeah, I'm starting to feel that alternate reality. Yeah. Like, we we've been living in the matrix. Here. I just want to go back to work. <laughs> it was funny at first, but now I want to go back need to a work. Paycheck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I hit record a while ago because this was a, a good conversation. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. Welcome to the Thunderdome, kids. It's actually been a while since I've recorded a podcast. Yeah. I don't even remember the last person that I recorded with. Last one I listened to, I think, was Stan Efforting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks. Hey. Thanks for coming. How are you, Tyler? I'm great. I am great. Uh, so, we're recording at the empty gym um allegedly allegedly empty gym <laughs> it's supposed to be closed <clears throat> yeah during the lockdown the quarantine the martial law that has been imposed on us um but i wanted to get you guys here and kind of get just some of your thoughts on stuff as far as 
Oh, Spencer's taking his shirt off. That it's means hot. it's good to go. Yeah, it's uh, just it's about to happen. <laughs> what else Four is, seconds in, and his shirt's What else off. is new? He's about to RX this uh, podcast. I will be in the skill division. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Sweaty. Um, no, so some some stuff, some stuff like dawned on me a few months ago, and it was it was good. It was um, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was just starting starting the uh, uh, the gym and all the crazy stuff that was going on. And I think both of you guys reached out to me in one day, which means that you were probably talking about it, which is totally fine. We don't talk to each other. We don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. No. Um, but no, it was like, uh, it was just like, hey, how's everything going? Just wanted to check in on you. Seems like, you know, you've been a little quiet or something lately. And um, in that moment, I had like this revelation of, I maybe had some pre-existing thoughts on millennials <laughs> but in that moment I had this whole mindset shift of like hey there's something I love you guys by the way like this sure, is nothing down on you us. but you know there's um there was like this shift in my mindset of like that different generation has a different mindset of people and mental health and thinking about I guess the mind more than maybe just living life and getting a job and having kids and getting a mortgage. I don't know. I just had a mindset shift. And so I thought during this weird time of everyone's stuck in their homes and mental health issues seem to be presenting themselves, I just wanted to get like a a different perspective on it. Mm. So that's where we're at. Yeah. I uh, listen to my friends, even older ones too. They're getting in their heads. I mean, they could be in a very isolated area, the middle of nowhere, like we are, and uh, things are getting to them, like in their heads. Oh, yeah. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. I was talking to my sister yesterday. Um, she's just a few years older than me, and she has a little girl, but they are both stuck at home now in their, their apartment in Utah, and uh, she's like, how can I help my little girl to not be so anxious all the time? And like well I've never raised a little girl but like uh I don't know this is it's much more prevalent now than I feel like it's been acknowledged in the past and just this everyone being stuck at home just is exacerbating that problem um people we have a lot more stimulus at a much younger age um than necessarily like our parents did um we have like our screens in our face, we have, we always have headphones in. We always have um, have to be connected to something, and so never gives your body that time to like rest and kind of recover uh, mentally or um, just get to a relaxed state. Very often, we veg a lot, but you're still going. So I think that has a lot to do with like mental illness and not illness, but just like mental overuse. Yeah. When we're at such a completely unprecedented time where we've never had this, like we've never been stuck at home. We've never had to be there with kids all day long or, you know, stuck with your spouse, which should actually be a good thing. But didn't Donald Trump the other day, he's like in the middle of a COVID speech, like a COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that they're doing every day. And he's like, there's some families and they're actually finding out that they like each other. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I guess there's also the opposite, but we're not going to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Domestic violence going through the roof. Yeah, so, so that's what's nuts. And I, I obviously can't get too into it, but, yeah. um, you know, HIPAA and all that. But uh, our call volume on the ambulance is way down right now. Oh, really? But mental health and domestic stuff is, is not. And I'm not just talking our service here, just yeah. other people that I talk to. Um, down south of us and everything, domestic violence calls and mental health calls are way up right now. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, I don't know, it's just crazy. But we live kind of a different world in like the fitness and wellness realm than a lot of people do. Yeah. So I actually think CrossFit and functional fitness has has a great fix to a lot of things that are going on right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to kind of define like you know, we were kind of talking about mental illnesses and kind of what it is. Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to make sure everyone's on the same page. So there's, you know, anxiety, there's depressions, there's people who have been diagnosed, there's people who have not been diagnosed. Um, And like you were saying, especially with like CrossFit and stuff, we have an outlet that not a lot of people utilize and it needs to be utilized more. Mm -hmm. Um, What CrossFit is doing and what we've been seeing is that we can learn how to deal with the emotions that are coming up. We can know when there's an anxiety coming up because we felt this before, the middle of Fran. Crap, (laughs) I'm in the set of 15. Like we know how to deal with that because we know how to acknowledge when it's actually gonna happen. When Greg Glassman came out, this is a little aside from mental health, but he came out with this, that we have a, a unique solution to a problem that's going on and it's not just health but even even mental you know being able to eat meat and vegetables nuts and seeds some fruit little starch no sugar get your outlet every day where you come and you do high intensity interval training or strength training it it is a fix to many problems not just chronic disease but also you know the mental aspect of it mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we have a very good solution here, and I love that about CrossFit. I love that the community lately has been very open-minded about it, too, because mm-hmm. this is a conversation that's not going to go away. Mental health is here, and it needs to be addressed, and I'm glad we kind of jumped onto that early, <laughs> got onto this early, not trying to beat around the bush, you know. This isn't John Wayne. This isn't my dad trying to just be strong through... Uh, war times this is this is a big issue and especially I think now the the big problem is is you could be having a great day and you know not think too much of it but then you get on Facebook for two minutes and you've got your friend saying how it's the end of the world and um, how you should be scared no like more I I (laughs) see it from you know millennials my my age yeah they uh they've got a random quote from who knows where it's not helping anyone yeah it's not going to help anyone grow you're not helping anybody with your opinion article it's just going to increase the problem we already have mm-hmm. and that uh, those opinion articles are going to happen so then it's also how do we just how do we personally deal with that and how can we help others deal with it to where we're okay with other people having a different opinion as well yeah i think something that is pretty important to realize or to um, I don't know, pay attention to in your own life is what can you control and what can't you control? Having a really, um, like having a real conversation with yourself. Uh, okay, well, with this thing that's bothering me, 
Um, is it something I can I can affect? I can change. I, can I make my situation better? Um, I can't necessarily take away the shelter in place order, but how can I make my at home life a little more more bearable? Okay, this opinion article, yeah, it might be kind of stressful. It might make me feel more anxious, but can I change anything about that? Well, yeah. Uh, I think staying informed and being um, up to date on your own research so everything that my aunt posts on Facebook doesn't like throw me over the edge. Um, so I know what is actually real and what's just another uh, clickbait kind of thing mm -hmm. that's meant to spike my, uh, spike my anxiety, get me all anxious about it. Sometimes I love clickbait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's because you, you know like the, the difference. You're like, I'm going to click on this, but I know it's like ridiculous, but I want to feel alive for a minute. So, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Living on the edge. Yeah, no. So how are you guys doing? Like how, from from your standpoint, I mean, we, we all live kind of different lives right now. And so just uh, in your own opinion, like how are things going? How are you doing? What are you doing to deal with things? Good. I mean, I have like three part-time jobs here in college. That's mm -hmm. just how it is. And I got, you know, pretty much laid off from two of the three. That's been fun. Um, and kind of trying to figure out where income's going to come from. And you know what? It, it's happening to everyone, so I can't. But those are things, like Josh was saying, I can't really control that. And so I need to be the best version of myself. Um, I tell my wife over and over, like, yeah, it's in the past. Like, we can't change that. But we can change how we feel now. Like, I can do something today to better ourselves. And um, I don't know, day by day, just <laughs> waiting to go back to work. Um, this last semester was my off track. I was um, doing an internship. I, I'm going into physical therapy, so I was working for a physical therapist. Um, they're considered essential, but they were um, the school decided to cancel the remainder of all our internships uh, just so everyone, as many people, would be um, off the streets and out of the public as possible. So. Um, I stayed busy for most of this until about last week, so I went from working um, there plus my other my other job here at the gym uh, to just now nothing because the gym shut down and I don't uh, don't go to my internship anymore. So I'm just trying to figure out uh, how to stay busy and how to use my time most effectively. Because when I if I just stay in bed all day, I'm Oh my gosh, I feel so terrible. Like, by the, it's nice to relax, but I just feel terrible. Like, I get in my own headspace way, way too much, and it's just not the most healthy place. So, I, and like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, that's been a big thing for me is trying to stay productive during this during the time of like non-production. I don't know. It's been able to help me a little yeah. bit more. I plan out my day, know what I'm gonna do make time for exercise, focus on what I'm eating so I'm not just eating Starburst all day. I know there's a, obviously we mentioned earlier this, uh, how this mindset of how millennials work. I don't know how a lot of millennials do it. I cannot just sit here and be idle. I, I mean, just sitting around in my home playing, you know, the Wii all day. Like if, I don't know, I'm not making anybody's lives better. I'm not making my wife's mine. Yeah. I. I don't know how they do it. 
that's been a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, I'm there with you. Honestly, like, in a way, it's it's been eye-opening to see, like, what happens when I have time. Because in a way, that's kind of... It's kind of nice. I don't know yeah. if that yeah. makes any sense, but um, but at the same time, it's uh, like these are the times that try men's souls. Like it's it's really interesting to see, you know, when people will call and they're like, "Hey, just want to see how it's going." Like things are not great. Obviously, there's zero income coming into the gym, um, which is absolutely terrible because there's still money going out, but there's nothing I can do about it, it and it. It's like if there was something I could do about it, then I would feel I would feel bad. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing I can do. Therefore, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm good. Yeah. It's it's a really interesting time. But you can go from, hey, everything is good, life is great, and it's, this is all gonna pass, to instantly like, oh crap, what what do we do? And I need a cookie, and mm-hmm. I need caffeine. Like it's so it's so weird. And so uh, I mean, I like what you guys said about not being idle doing something don't just you know play on the Wii all day or whatever uh like josh said getting out moving Mm -hmm. exercising eating right and and really like i've seen a ton of memes on it and stuff like (coughs) memes are the best right now this is the best time in the world for memes nothing like traumatic events to spark like a good wave of memes yes i'm making so many views right now on my meme page yes yeah (laughs) So yeah, go follow the millennial coach. Um, millennial coach. I don't. I don't even remember where I was going with this. Um, These are the times to try men's souls. I can go. You're talking about this. memes. Memes. Oh yeah, the there's so many memes. memes right now that are like, hey, if you weren't working out because you said that you don't have time, and now you're still not working out, that you have all the time, maybe it's not time that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Like we can really use this time to do a lot in our lives. Like we've been able to teach our kids like, hey, it's okay to play the Switch. It's okay to watch movies, but look at this dirty living room. We're gonna spend some time, we're not gonna hurry on it. We're just gonna spend some time together, cleaning, talking, having Mm -hmm. fun. Like there's a lot of good that can actually come out of this. And that's Mm -hmm. what's, I think what kind of bugs me the most is you see all of this polarization of like, you know, this sucks, the country's on its way to the economic downturn of the world, we're, we're hosed forever, and then you have others that are like, hey, it's gonna bounce back next week, so life is good. There's no middle ground, and I think it's that there's no middle ground that kind of bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because we can use this to our advantage. Well, yeah. I think the thing about the middle ground, like, um, we have two ends of a spectrum where people are doomsday or people are way too high up, hyper, they're too, I don't know, but the two ends of the spectrum, because those are the ones that are the loudest, those are the ones that are going to talk the most. The people who are like, okay, this is fine, we'll sit tight till it blows over, we'll be productive, they're not spending their time um, sharing their on-the-end uh, opinion about yeah. it. Like, yeah. I, uh, I have some friends, I obviously, we just said I run a meme page and so I'll go online and look for like inspiration and I'll, uh, I'll see some of my friends posts and I saw the other day uh, during this whole thing where uh, one of my friends said that you don't need to use this time to better yourself, like just do you and stuff and I was like how lazy of a mindset is that? Um, 
you know, like there's going to be no better time than this to kind of learn about yourself. It's so sad to me, you know, just even doing like five burpees in 20 minutes, just kind of feeling that movement out. You're never going to have that time again to just Mm -hmm. do that. You know, life is going to come back. It's going to get busy again. And you're not going to have that time to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. When this all started, we did a story on Teton CrossFit's page, and it was just um, or on the Instagram and the Facebook. And it was just honestly like if you use this time to be to do body weight positions, like body weight movements, and get in the perfect positions, you'll come back to the gym so much better than when you left. And it might take some time to get some capacity back. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe let's talk aerobic capacity or maybe even a little tiny bit of strength. But that'll come back so much better if you are working on good positions. Exactly. So there's so much. I mean, there's so much that we can do in this downtime. And yeah. it's just uh, it's just a weird time. Well, it's I mean, just, that's the only way to describe it's it. It's really easy to just think the, the doomsday kind of thing. It's like, oh, this sucks. Like, it's a lot easier to just say well, screw this, than it is to say, acknowledge that it sucks, but I'm going to do something despite that. The easier option is just to say it, like, eh, and not do anything. Um, It takes a lot more, I don't know, it takes more mental fortitude and, like, willingness um, to go and make something out of nothing. Yes, we have a lot more time, um, and like you said, it's been a really good thing for me to uh, realize some of the places I'm weak in and to tr- spend some time to actually work on that. Um, but I didn't want to it like at first. And there's like, I don't want to sometimes if I don't want to wake up at like seven o'clock, then it's really easy to like tell my alarm to wake me up at 10. But yeah, yeah. it, I don't know. It just still takes drive and it takes more to do something than it takes to do nothing. Your brain like wants to move. That's the thing is it is so much easier to keep going um, and just kind of go a little bit at a time. But if you stop and just kind of, you know, stay stagnant, it is so much harder to get going again. And that is where a lot of the mental health issues come from is just kind of not doing anything, you know, not not just being productive. You know, you could I mean, paint, you could go run, climb something, at least do something. If you're just kind of sitting there during this time, this is where it starts setting in. And I, I fear like I, I don't you know, have a reputable source to say this, but I wonder what's going to happen to our you know, generation, the millennial generation from just sitting for this long, especially during this downtime. And guess we'll find out. Yeah, that's where, I mean, people have talked about the cure being worse than the disease. And we don't know the ramifications of quarantine. Like, we don't actually know what that's going to do economically, psychologically, emotionally. We we just don't know. And so that's where it gets a little bit... We've got to do something to stay moving or at least as normal as possible in these weird times because we just don't know. Like, yes, quarantine might slow the spread of an actual virus, but what is it going to do in the long term? And so you were talking about your mind and how it's always moving and something to just think about with our mind and how it's always going. How hard is it to stop your mind from moving? 
like take two minutes and try to meditate. Two minutes and try to actually focus on nothing. Like, good luck. <laughs> it's really interesting. So our minds are just so complex and we're living now in this world of like, I can't physically move, but my mind wants to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so much you can do from home too. Seriously, if you know, there's only so many burpees you can do in a day. But I mean, learn a new skill right now. Um, there's so many things you can learn on the internet. Even though the internet, you know, shouldn't be where you spend it all day. I mean, painting. Uh, I've already said painting. Yeah, but it's so much fun to paint. It is. It is. I like to paint. It is. Yeah. Um, something I thought of as this was starting and I was like starting to get the cabin fever because the gym's closed. Our, uh, like I've done a thousand and something push-ups, whatever it is. Um, I'm just trying to think what I needed to do, something I could get better at. And I, it's like, when's the last time I actually, I have a lot of audio books. I listen to books all the time. When's the last time I picked up a book and like read a book? So that's something, something I've been doing. Um, just find a, something you're lacking in and taking the time to get better at it and add variety to your life. Um, take this time to get better at being a human. Like, am I good at social skills? When's the last time you had like a really in-depth conversation with these people that you're quarantined with? Like, what are the things you talk about or is it just like the the passing by conversation. Oh, how was work? Oh, cool. Good. Uh, yeah. School is great. Yeah. I so, don't have work. <laughs> I don't have school. Exactly. Now we have to focus on like, Oh, we have to get a dig a little deeper. If you want new information, if yeah. you want to learn a little bit more about these people around you, my cousin's a psychologist or a psychiatrist, no One psychologist. And, um, he said he hates the term social distancing. And it makes so much sense. It should be physical distancing. And then he said social something. But yeah, we need to be social. We're social beings. Mm-hmm. So social distancing is a terrible way of describing it. Physical distancing, that's great. But social, we cannot stop that. Like, that's what makes us human and opposable thumbs. Opposable thumbs. Yeah. Kind of the, the theme I'm noticing with this too, um, this whole thing is how negative uh, I've found some of my friends to be just how you know draining it is you know it's always about oh man this is never gonna end you know this and that and negative and I was listening to the president talk the other day and he was saying how easy it is to be negative it is so easy that is the easiest cop-out like man this sucks mm-hmm. yeah this does suck but you know it's even harder than like being negative actually being positive about this situation and you know just being honest with yourself yes this is hard but you're just stating facts um finding reasons to be positive is what's going to get us through this Mm -hmm. and yeah you guys are awesome guys are doing it yeah take time to find reasons to be positive and you'll surprise yourself with like how much better you feel if you like Spencer said and we were mentioning earlier, it's like really easy to be negative, but um, when you're always thinking about how negative it is or how poorly our si- how poor our situation can be, uh, you'll find you're in a really negative like headspace. If you want to get feeling better, take time and think about what's good. There is a lot more to be grateful for than we give credit a lot of the time. The world is pretty dang good. And if you see all the stuff that's coming out of this, 
I mean, there's people reaching out to each other that have probably never heard from their neighbors before. And they're like, hey, do you need toilet paper? You know, yeah. or, or you got companies that, you know, they feel that something is important, so they're switching their, their production lines over to whatever. Yeah. You know, Rogue Fitness, uh, mm. making face masks and face shields they're and everything. And stuff, you yeah. know, regardless of the evidence of whether they work or not, they're still trying. You know, yeah. like they're, well, they're yeah, trying they're doing hard. more than, that, than a lot of people are doing. They're trying to, trying to better the situation. That's a great example of finding something that like, okay, this sucks, but what, where can I put like my little bit of effort and make the situation better? And they, they don't know if the like face masks are really going to make too much of a difference, but it's more than what was being done before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Obviously there's like bad situations though. I think of when I was growing up, my parents would probably still be essential workers. It might be 7 p.m. before I see them every day, right? Like if I was a kid and I can't imagine trying to get lunch and dinner going. That obviously is a bad situation, but there would be ways that I could reach out, you know, find your friends over the Instagram, the Facebook, or um, find ways to reach out to people. I don't, that's kind of one of those things, don't be stagnant. If you're in a bad situation right now, find ways to make it better. Um, this is not a perfect situation, but we're not perfect people, so we can kind of make it work. I think a key to that is like us making it work too. Um, I think you wanted to talk about millennial mindset. A big part of that is allowing others to make your own situation better uh, or waiting for people to do so. Um, I don't feel like Spencer and I really fall into that too much, but it's definitely something that I see and I do fall prey to. It's like, well, if someone else is gonna fix this for me, then like I just have to sit tight until they do. Um, now we more than ever now like need to take our own initiative and make try to improve our situation and not only improve ours but try to help other people improve theirs too and well you and I live in such a way that we're pretty good about telling each other like hey I am not doing well mm -hmm. um, and that needs to be something more talked about if you're suffering from any form of mental health mm -hmm. like if your depression's kicking in your anxiety's going through the roof you need to reach out to someone and be like hey I'm not doing good right now I need to talk to you <laughs> I need to be having those hard conversations that I Get on Zoom with me for the next 20 minutes. Please just talk to me. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, like being able to communicate with people. Um, I don't know. We have so many ways to kind of like muddle the, the communication. We can send texts or we can uh, like do anything over social media or make a random post about what's going on. Um, but then we people try to mask like what they're actually feeling about it um it's really important to just first have like that hard conversation with yourself uh realize like yeah something sucks something's not right can i fix it and yeah don't be afraid to reach out to people uh even like um someone you haven't really opened up to in a while necessarily like me and my my one brother who doesn't really he doesn't talk to anyone too much but we we had a really good conversation this week be about all this because they're going through some tough times and he just needed needed to talk about it. So we did. We spent about an hour and a half on the phone. Um, don't be afraid to talk to people. People are there's a lot more good in people than there is bad much of the time. People are usually usually always willing to help. 
a lot of issues that arise too seem to be communication issues. Mm -hmm. So what a great time to, uh, to work on yourself as far as communication goes, you know, how to get your point across, how to listen well to others. I know there's so much, there's so, there's honestly so much that we could talk about that. It's like, where do we even direct all of this? Um, but I love what you guys have said about kind of where to make those, those focuses. Don't, don't be stagnant, talk with others, reach out. Um, mental health has always been, and it's probably just because of the past, you know, world war two and Vietnam and Korea. And it really is that wartime mindset of just, Hey, suck it up, get it done. It's all good. Uh, but that's not the world that we live in now. We, we have so many other things going on and I don't know if it's just social media in general, the internet, a fast paced world, whatever. We just don't live in that world. Like we have to talk about it. There's too many people dying right now or attempting suicide or just crazy stuff that's going on where you know, if someone has a friend, someone to lean on, someone to talk to, that stuff can go away. And they, you also, it needs to be a person. Like it, Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to be able to talk to someone, whether that's on the phone or honestly, even I'm not saying texting is ideal, but that's better than hopping on social media and just saying all your problems. Like you, because you need to work those things out with an individual. And so learning to talk, learning to communicate, learning to get your point across. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why like AA group therapy, that stuff Mm -hmm. works is because maybe that's the first time a lot of people have had a friend in a long time that really reached out and was like dude i'm here for you emotionally not just like for your bank for getting money in that paycheck or school this is this is a big deal to me Mm -hmm. it's i don't know um yeah sorry because those kind of things uh times like this where mental health is such like a prevalent issue um, people have those problems with it. They don't t- talk to someone. They don't work it out. Like Tyler was saying, it doesn't get worked through. Um, so in order to feel better, a lot of times things turn to substances or um, some way to get some kind of chemical response, some kind of endorphin release. Like Spencer was saying, you mentioned AA and these other group therapies. Um, and it turns to that um, because they just need to work through some kind of issue. Um, and that's the first time they've like talked about it out loud as in these like group therapy sessions or when they have a friend who actually reaches out to them or they build the courage to talk to somebody about it, like, hey, I'm really struggling with this and it's like making me turn to this. I, I need help, whatever it is. Uh, I am in no way qualified to really talk on that deep of the subject, but it stems from the same kind of thing. I feel like if people had more open ways to communicate with other real people in like a safe environment, a lot of the issues we're seeing wouldn't be the case. Dude, two industries that are thriving right now is porn and alcohol. Oh yeah. It's nuts. (laughs) It's so sad. Like alcohol consumption is up by 40%. Uh, The... I saw some stuff on like different, you know, pornography websites and how up those are right now in views and everything. That we know how terrible that is to society. Mm-hmm. And you quarantine people in their house, hey, go look at porn and drink alcohol. That that cannot have a great outcome. 
Mm -hmm. Not at all. Yeah. And things are changing on how we kind of look at it and how we kind of diagnose those things. I work um, with a program here on our college campus where we work with people who are coming um, for help with mental health, anything with depression, anxiety, anything in between. Um, And we don't just sit down with them and talk about their problems now. We take them to the rock wall actually here where we work at. And, you know, we talk about the little things. Hey, you were stuck up on that wall for a minute there, and your belayer kind of helped you out there. How did that feel? What does that feel like? Um, What can you kind of work with this? Um, You know, when you're at home, you're alone. How do you how do you get through those feelings when you feel stuck? And you know, we're as millennials, we're getting pretty open to using those ways to um, find results. I think something we are also um, finding in this whole coronavirus thing is how grateful we are for the little things. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be, a go, be able to go outside every once in a while. Um, I, I don't know. There's so many little things I think we've taken for granted. Um, I've gone to my wife and been like, listen, I, I love you so much. Like, I don't know if I say that enough. And this has made me think like, dang, I am so ungrateful. I need to be grateful for the things that I do have during this. There's going to be another Bolts baby running around here soon. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she has anything to say about it. There's going to be so many babies come out of this. Yeah. <laughs> the little, little corona. The coronials. Yeah, the coronials. Corona babies running around all, all over. Oh, great. Now we're all thinking about that. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know we kind of came into this not really like knowing what direction to take it or whatever, just wanted to yeah. talk about mental health. But honestly, I think good things have come out of it. Like yeah. there are definitely steps that can be taken and, and people can just act. And I think that that's what's important is we need to be active instead of reactive. No, retro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to act, you need to do something. And if, if something is stagnant and you feel you're going in a bad direction, you need to take action. It may not be the perfect thing to do but movement Mm -hmm. and then you can course correct they say an airplane course corrects like 800 times on autopilot so all autopilot is is they give it a destination and then it's going in one direction and then it has to make a correction Mm -hmm. and then it it veers off again and then it makes a correction and so if we're thinking we we have the end goal in mind we may veer off that's fine we make a correction and then we're back on track, and then we'll veer off, we make a correction, we're back on track. And so just knowing that it's okay, it's not gonna be perfect, we're gonna mess up. Um, a lot of this right now is not our fault, it's out of our control, so the only thing we can do is control ourselves. Yeah. We can control what time we're waking up in the morning, we can control what we're eating, and also knowing all of that, like, okay, you have a cookie, and like you <laughs> needed that dopamine do release. You. <laughs> it's all good. Like we just can't be so hard on ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And that might be part of the issue is we're all so used to living on autopilot, but maybe a bad autopilot, just wake up, go to work, eat fast food, go home. Now we're like in control of our lives in a way, at least in control of ourselves at home, Mm -hmm. that we, we now don't know what to do and how to act. I think a part of that is, is this doesn't have an end date yeah, no one's talking about what's going to be like after. They're only talking about, 
you know, the next three days and a lot of people are losing hope that this is going to end. And that loss of hope is what creates suicides. Um, that's what creates depression is that loss of hope. And so keeping the end goal in mind is so important. Not giving it just a date. Oh, this is all going to be done by April 15th. It might not be. Yeah. <laughs> and so keeping that, you know, this is going to end. I don't know when, but it will end. Is so important right now. Yeah. But but really, we, I mean, this is a 9-11 changing event. Like this isn't, everything's not going to go back to normal. No. There will never, There we've changed what normal is. You know, people are walking around with, face masks on and you don't dare give someone a high five you can't hug them i'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know face masks and hugging and no, it's, it's just that it's different now we're we're now living in a different world where in in china you may have walked through the streets and saw people with face masks but in the united states that was a weird thing that's going to change you're going to see people with face masks now forever and knowing that 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 changes that changes everything. Knowing that things aren't going to be the same allows your mindset to change. Yep. And we don't have an end date. Mm-hmm. I mean, Idaho, they were like, you know, they said 21 days. I don't know. It might be the end of April. But it will end at some point. And so it'll probably all be good. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be good. It's just I don't know necessarily how return to sport, like return to normal it's going to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah, everything's different now. Things will change, but that doesn't mean it has to be a negative thing. Things yeah. are going to be different. We're very adaptable people. Like our, like our culture, like we learn how to, like the, the stinking meme, like improvise, adapt, overcome. Like hard times create strong people. Like we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. I hope this puts a huge emphasis on people on their health too. It is so important to be healthy. Um, They're saying that not just elderly people are dying of this, but any age. Your health plays such a huge factor in this. I know we whine and complain about that like every day because we're CrossFit coaches and that's just kind of what we do. Mm -hmm. But man, if we get more people in a gym just for their health, not just for fitness, then hopefully we got something out of this. Hopefully we've got people ready to change their lives. I really think that's one of the most misunderstood things about CrossFit. Everyone sees, I love the CrossFit games. I think that is the coolest thing in the world, like the stuff they do, but that's not what CrossFit's about. Uh, It's not about like elite fitness necessarily. It's about making healthier people. And uh, if anything, I think one of the most immediate things we're going to learn as a result of this, after studies come back, after this is all said and done, the biggest factor in people getting either um, their, just the response to the virus is that people who were healthier and more fit and able before had a much more higher recoverability rate and uh, were able to withstand the problems that we went through whether it was quarantine or the actual virus i think people's overall health and wellness is going to be the prior to it all this is even the first thing preliminary numbers yeah we know that most people like like 99 percent of people that are dying from this have underlying health conditions right and a lot of those can be prevented and there are some things that are just genetic and it's just how it is you know, type one diabetes, but even type one diabetes can be 
semi-controlled through mm -hmm. diet and exercise. And so meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, uh, high intensity interval training, constantly varied, like that sort of thing. It, it completely changes people's lives. They can start all of that right now at home. Yeah, I mean, something to just think about is, think about how much better your situation would have been if you put a little more time into your health every single day before this. I know we can't exactly go back. That's just something to emotionally kind of feed you into this to put some exercise into it. Just saying that you're gonna get fit for, like just in case this happens again, is not going to help. But if you have that emotional response, like no, like I don't wanna go through these same feelings again, I don't wanna feel this way, is going to propel you forward with this. Mm -hmm. I just want to be jacked. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's all I care if, about. If well, I can in, die at 35. In a way, though, like, okay, if I got coronavirus right now, I got COVID-19, I'm actually not worried about it. Like, I'm a healthy individual. I have good good blood pressure. My, my pulse is great. I don't have any arrhythmias, like heart arrhythmias. Like, pulse, lung-wise, I'm great. Like, I actually don't care. Co Cough? Is this bad? Can I even say this? Like, cough on me. I really don't care because of where I'm at. Now, that being said, like, my parents, they're older. My dad's had some lung issues. My mom had cancer. Like, I don't want them to get it. But from a, a, a healthiness standpoint and where this is going and who's it affect, who it's affecting, I actually personally don't care if I get it because I know the preliminary data and I know that I'm healthy and it's the ones with the underlying conditions that are having the issues. Mm -hmm. That's all something that I've been able to achieve through trying to eat right most of the time, exercising mostly every day, and it's never been perfect, but it's good enough. And you practice social distancing, so you're not even around your parents, so. Yeah, are we six feet apart right now? No. Maybe yes, 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 we are absolutely. Yeah. This microphone. This isn't. Like this awesome. isn't videoed. For anyone. This who's microphone's listening. great. It picks up like eighteen feet, like square feet. We're all the way across <laughs> the gym from each other. I can barely see Spencer. Yeah, yeah, and I worry for my dad as well. Um, he's an older guy. He could obviously get it. Yeah, he's not even a boomer. No, yeah, he's in the greatest <laughs> generation of all time. My dad's 76. I like how they I'm just declare themselves the greatest generation. Like, they're great and Heck stuff. Yeah. Like, nothing against it, but it's Oh, like, and he knows it. Yeah, he's like, we're the greatest gen. Who hey, said that? When you're 76, you, you can say that you were the greatest This is excellent. <laughs> no, and he does. Day. Nothing against my dad. He's great. But how, like, kind of thinking towards his age, when I want to be that, when I'm going to be that age, um, inevitably, I want to be somebody that can handle myself. I don't want to have to be as worried. I know my dad's not worried because, you know, he's Vietnam. Dad doesn't give a crap. He does not care. But, you know, eventually I'm going to care. But if I keep my health in check, that is going to be a huge thing. And not just, like, fitness. Nutrition has been another thing. Um, controlling your nutrition on this. I know there's people who are stuck at home and eating Tostinos for at least one meal every single day. Mm, at it's least four like, meals a day. <laughs> yeah, it's been 21 days. That's a lot of pizza rolls. I don't know if you guys can do the math on that, but I mean, that's not good. But are they microwaved or oven? Uh, oven? Probably microwaved. Dang it's it. so much faster. Yeah. <laughs> and it's disgusting. It's so delicious, but it is so bad for you. <laughs> yeah. So, reach out. 
like just kind of wrapping it up reach out like talk to people talk to people be social mm-hmm. move do something it it's not going to be perfect read books better yourself there's so much that can be done right now mm-hmm. and there's a lot that's out of our control with so much that's out of our control know that there's also a lot that is in your control and you can do little things every single day to keep yourself knowing that you are in control of certain aspects of your life. Awesome. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you guys. That was awesome. Yeah. It was like kind of a somber podcast, but <laughs> a lot quieter than usual. Yeah, a lot quieter than usual. I was on and later. We'll talk about some other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do another one about conspiracy theories here soon. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. down. Okay. Bye.